I wanted this episode to be a reminder for you to put yourself first. You know, your business will be better if you're better. Mental health is so important. You don't deserve to keep everything bottled up or to suffer in silence if there's something you're going through. Talk to a licensed therapist, you know, just one session. You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a community that connects you with the resources you need to take the hustle out of solopreneurship. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a new Streamline Your Business Bootcamp that'll walk you through how to increase your income while decreasing the amount of time you spend working in your business. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to get instant access to our free Streamline Your Business Bootcamp. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey y'all, welcome to episode 128 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. So today's episode is all about how to manage your mental health as a solopreneur. As you guys know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, I want to share some insight with you today about how I manage my mental health so that I show up as the best version of myself for my business now. In the past, as it pertains to mental health, I didn't make my mental health a priority. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you know my story. I started this podcast to help solopreneurs take the hustle out of building a business because in the the, the first two years of building my business, I pretty much hustled myself into the dirt. You know, I didn't prioritize my mental health. I was always working, always on go mode. I was on the back burner. And because I burnt myself out, this had essentially magnified some mental health challenges that were already lingering on the surface in my life, specifically anxiety, depression, and grief. So instead of really focusing on myself, bettering myself, giving myself space for rest, relaxing, going to therapy. I threw myself into work, into my business, and it, it really almost took me out. You know, therapy saved my life. And so entrepreneurship is super, super hard. Building a business from the ground up can be an emotional roller coaster. And even if you don't have any mental health challenges in your personal life, entrepreneurship in itself can bring about mental health challenges, you know, burnout, stress, all of this can really weigh heavy on the mental. And so if you came into entrepreneurship without any mental health challenges, I can almost assure you that some aspect of your journey as an entrepreneur will bring about some sort of mental health challenge. And if it, if it doesn't, then you know, you're a special type of human, but for almost every entrepreneur I talk to, I mean, at some point or another, we're experiencing grief about something that we have to close the chapter on, or we're stressed about something that we're trying to figure out, or we have anxiety about something that we don't know how it's going to turn out. I mean, like I said, entrepreneurship can be an emotional roller coaster in a lot of ways. And, you know, we can't go through the motions of running our businesses all while neglecting ourselves. So today I want to share some tips and strategies that I hope will help you 
manage your mental health. But before I do that, I want to tell you guys about a new course that I just created. It is a free course called Elevate Your Wealth. And in this course, I share how I made my income potential unlimited through content. Now, I know a lot of you all listening are solopreneurs and you know, you're you're hustling and you're working to make your business and your dream, your your business a success and your dreams a reality, but in a lot of what we do when we're hustling, we're trading our time for money. Now, I speak today about mental health and burning myself out and always being on go mode. I wasn't able to take control of my mental health until I changed how I was operating my business. We can't stay on that hamster wheel in go mode forever. You know, like like think right now, do you want to work as hard as you're working now? forever? What is the end goal? And what are you going to do when you can't put in that time anymore in order to make money? When you can't be the star of the show, when you can't be the one on the ground leading and directing and, and telling people what to do and carrying out the jobs yourself, you know, what, what are you going to do when you can't be on the front lines anymore? And so in this course, Elevate Your Wealth, I share how we as solopreneurs can structure our businesses in a way that doesn't require us to trade our time for money. In fact, I share how I made my income potential unlimited without my time being tied to generating income. So if that's interesting for you, this this course is free. It's down below. I created it as a free resource for all solopreneurs to just give you some insight as to how I think and how I operate my business so that we can create lives of freedom. So check out that course down below. When you sign up, you get instant access to Elevate Your Wealth. I hope you enjoy that course. Send me an email or message on social media and let me know what you think of the course after you watch it. I think you'll really enjoy it. All right, so back to our conversation about mental health for today. So here's some insight that I think will help you prioritize your mental health so that you can feel your best inside and out. Number one, I go to therapy, all right? This is one of the most important ways that I prioritize my mental health as an entrepreneur, and I recommend that everybody go to therapy. Find a good therapist Finding a good therapist is kind of like dating. You may have to go on a few dates with a few therapists to find one that really, really speaks to your spirit, therapist you vibe with, someone that you feel like you're on the same wavelength with. I actually got lucky and got my therapist choice right on the first try. I actually found my therapist through the Therapy for Black Girls directory, which if you go to the Therapy for Black Girls website, just Google Therapy for Black Girls, you'll find it on Google. They have a directory that lists black therapists around the country. And so I was really like, like set on finding a therapist of color. Specifically, I wanted a black female therapist. I just felt like I needed to speak to someone who could relate to all aspects of 
what my life was like as a black woman. So I specifically was in search of a black female therapist. And when I found a therapist in my area on the therapy for black girls website, I actually went online and started digging and looking for reviews of my therapist and I saw great things about her online. And so that is what led me to scheduling an appointment and it ended up that I was started going to her regularly and I've been seeing her since 2019. So it's been like three years. So I really enjoy going to therapy. I don't go every single week. Well, sometimes when I'm experiencing some like real challenges, I do go every week, like when I'm stressed or I have a lot going on, it is my relief of the week. But generally speaking, I go once or twice a month. And to give you an idea of how much therapy costs, it depends on where you're at in the world or what state you're in. I have insurance. So each therapy appointment is $75. And once we reach our copay, we pay $25 per session. So um, I know some therapists charge a little bit more like $100 per session if you aren't insured. But no matter how much it costs, I want you guys to know that it's worth it. Therapy is worth the cost. It's worth every penny. I'm telling you, therapy changed my life. If you don't have insurance and you really want therapy, there are free resources out there for um, to, to be able to speak to a licensed therapist. I know that some apps like BetterHelp even have free trials, or at least they did a few years ago. I remembered seeing a commercial on TV about that. So sometimes one session is enough. You know, maybe one session is all you need to really get some things sorted out. So if you can't afford therapy, then I challenge you to seek out free mental health resources. If I find any, I will link them down below in the description for this episode. But if this is something you can find it in your budget to dedicate to every month, like if, if therapy is something you can budget for, I challenge you to do it. It will be so, so worth it. So be intentional about finding a good therapist. That's number one. Now, the second strategy I use to manage my mental health and to put myself first as an entrepreneur is to prioritize my peace over anything else, y'all. I'm going to dedicate an entire episode to prioritizing my peace because I think this alone is a topic that deserves an entire episode. So many of us put our peace on the line for what we think is the greater good of our business or for our families or our children or whatever. And, you know, it's so important to make our, our peace, our priority over anything else. So making my peace, my priority may involve me returning someone's deposit when I can tell they're going to be a difficult customer. Here's the thing. As a business owner, you're the CEO and you control who you work with. You don't, no one's putting a gun to your head and saying you got to take this business from me. No, like if you're getting bad vibes from someone, please return their deposit and say, you know, here are a, a few people that I think can be a better fit for you, but I don't think that I'm the right person to help you. You know, put it on yourself if you, if you have to do that. You don't have to tell them the truth. Look, I get bad vibes from you. I don't want to work with you. You don't have to say that, but say it in an eloquent way, return someone's deposit, you know, prioritizing your peace may be saying no to situations that make you feel uneasy or shying away from situations that don't bring you ease. Look, 
as entrepreneurs, again, we are in control of our destiny. We are involved with the things we choose to be involved with. Being an entrepreneur isn't like being at work and having to do what people say. You control your schedule in your life. And so if you're involved with things that constantly bring you stress or feel like an uphill battle, then you have the opportunity to change that. You are in control of your life and what you involve yourself with. And so if it doesn't feel easy, if it doesn't feel like if it if it if it isn't bringing about ease in your life, if it feels like pulling teeth to make it work, try something else, you know? Prioritize your peace. Say no. If you have to, you don't have to say yes to everything or at the very least say maybe so that you have time to think about how you're going to decline it without feeling like you're on the spot. So prioritize your peace. That's another way to manage or prioritize your mental health. Now, here's the third strategy that I recommend. And this is also something I do. I schedule in rest and relaxation and vacation into my life. As entrepreneurs, especially when we're super dedicated to our businesses, rest doesn't come natural. Relaxation, oh my gosh, when I'm relaxing, sometimes my mind is racing thinking about the things I could be doing for my business, but we have to be intentional about rest. If you're not intentional about rest, you don't give your mind just time to decompress and unpack and This can have detrimental effects on our health. You know, so many people in communities of color have health issues relating to stress, heart attacks. You don't want that to be you. And so you can't be on go mode working all the time. You have to give your body a chance to decompress and relax so that you can stay in good health. So as I've shared before previously, look, I hustled myself into the dirt. And this was a very toxic way of working. I wanted to wear every hat. I wanted to do everything myself. I thought I was superwoman. I didn't want to delegate. And everything changed for me when I discovered I could make more money with less effort. I essentially discovered that making money didn't have to require suffering. And so many of us as entrepreneurs get stuck in this mindset that, oh my gosh, in order to feel like an entrepreneur, I need to be hustling. I need to be stressed. Stress is a part of the process. I hate when people say that. So if you feel like you have just kind of been overcome by this desire to hustle and trade your time for money and constantly work, 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 then I recommend that you check out Elevate Your Wealth the free course down below in the description for this episode that I created to help you elevate your mindset so that you are building your business around your natural desires to do what you love, to travel, to step away from your business, to spend time with family without feeling guilty, to have more freedom, to have more time for leisure, for rest, for relaxation. These are natural desires for most people. And so if you can relate to having these desires, then I recommend checking out my course, Elevate Your Wealth, which lays out how I design my business to give me maximum freedom. (laughs) All right. I'm able to make money, but I'm also able to maximize the amount of freedom 
I can have in my life because life is so short. So check out my course, Elevate Your Wealth, if that interests you. All right, number four, give yourself grace. Now, as entrepreneurs, a lot of us are high achievers, and so we're very hard on ourselves, and that can be very detrimental to our mental health and our confidence. I had to start focusing on talking to myself like I would talk to a friend, giving myself advice like I would give to a friend. I I used to be so mean to myself, and I used to be so hard on myself, too hard on myself, and so give yourself grace Things won't be perfect. Give yourself time to make things happen instead of stressing yourself out trying to get overnight results. This is a huge part of prioritizing our mental health is being kind to ourselves. That's that's a huge one here. All right, number five, don't be afraid to turn down business if it means that you're able to better manage your mental health. Now, this is actually kind of piggybacking off the other point I made about not being afraid to say no or return someone's deposit if you can tell they're going to be a high-maintenance client that's not really going to work well for your vibe. But this is kind of different because sometimes even when we have clients that we know are going to be good clients, maybe even some of our favorite clients, We still have to turn down the business if taking more business is going to jeopardize our mental health. And so I, for a long time, was always hustling up to my neck in work. I had clients that I loved and I would essentially overwork myself with work that I really genuinely enjoyed doing. But I mean, I got to a place where I was able to turn down work that didn't agree with my spirit, but I still had a hard time turning down work that did agree with my spirit, but just wasn't good for my mental health because I was already up to my neck and working overworked. And so I guess my mental health tip here is that even if you have work that you love, that you would enjoy doing, there will be times when it still makes sense to say no to protect your mental health. And so if you have to second guess whether or not taking a project or getting involved with something is a good fit for you, or is it, it, if you have to second guess whether or not it's the right time, then it's probably not. And my rule of thumb always when I'm prioritizing my mental health, which I try to re- be really intentional about now, is that if it's not a hell yeah, then it's probably a no, you know, like if it's not like in a hundred percent, yes, like, oh yeah, I definitely feel that I can do this. I'm in a good space to do this. I want to do this. Like if it's not a yes, a hundred percent, then it's probably a no. And so that is one of the indicators for me that, okay, if it's not an hundred percent yes to move forward with this or that, then maybe I need to take a break because this is work that I would enjoy. And I am in, in, in some way feeling conflicted about whether or not I want to do it. So it may be time for me to decompress, to take a week off, to relax, to, to schedule a therapy appointment so that I can get back to a place of peace and calm and a place where I do have more control over what's going on in my day-to-day life so that I am able to show up as my best self. You know, sometimes we just have to take a step back and regroup so that we feel like our best selves. And that may mean removing things from our plate that just don't feel good to us in that moment. 
And the last way, number seven here, that I prioritize my mental health, the last way that I'm intentional about making my mental health a priority is doing a digital communication detox. This means that I'm unplugging from social media, from emails, from all digital communication. And I have to do this at least one day a week, just taking a step back, not responding to texts, just really being with myself in solitude to decompress. I have to give my brain some time to just kind of turn off, (laughs) not thinking about who I need to contact or where I need to be or what I need to do, really just a day off a day to rest, a day to not have to respond to anybody. That being intentional about doing that once a week has done like wonders for my mental health. When I do my digital communication detox, I typically go to the pool, lay out, read a book. I'll go to the beach, sit out there and just meditate. I'm in Charleston, South Carolina, so I'm on the coast and there's so many beautiful beaches and waterfront parks here where I like to go and sit. I just discovered a new like waterfront type park near where I lived the other day. I'm always looking for new things here, but I like to go out in nature to feel the breeze, to feel the sun on my skin. It just rejuvenates me. So in whatever way that looks like for you, I'd recommend taking a social media or digital communication detox if you can, and just getting away from the world, just being with yourself and just relaxing and decompressing. That has done wonders for my mental health. And then, you know, another way I do this, if it's like, for example, it was wintertime, it just started getting warm here. It's It's been like chilly for several months. And so what I was doing before I was able to get back outside is I would go get a massage and I still do massages, but I did them even more frequently before it started getting warm. So I would do 90 minute massages. And I knew that in those 90 minutes, I couldn't do anything but lay there and relax. And most of the time I would fall asleep and massages were just so good, obviously for my body, you know, relieving tension and stress, but also that time for me to just get away for 90 minutes and relax and not be able to be on my phone, even if I wanted to, that just did wonders for my mental health. And I feel so good every time after I get a massage. And so that's just another idea there. But in general, I wanted this episode to be a reminder for you to put yourself first. You know, your business will be better if you're better. Mental health is so important. You don't deserve to keep everything bottled up or to suffer in silence if there's something you're going through, talk to a licensed therapist. You know, just one session can change everything for you, I promise. If there's no one you feel comfortable talking about what's going on on in your mind, if you're not comfortable going to therapy, consider journaling about what's going on in your brain get it out in some way, shape, or form. Again, I highly recommend therapy, but if you're not in a position to do that, at the very least, getting your words and your thoughts and and, and your ideas down on paper, that can really help to just kind of decompress and get some of what you're feeling inside out. That, That really helps. And if I find some mental health resources that I think will be helpful for you all, I will link them down below in the description for this episode. 
Now, I'll leave you with this today. If you aren't sure where to begin with finding mental health resources, I would highly recommend listening to a mental health focused podcast. That has also been super helpful for me when I was just starting my mental health journey. So Therapy for Black Girls is a really, really good mental health podcast. And I will link a few other mental health based podcasts down below in the description for this episode. All right, that's all for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this content. If this episode spoke to you, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. If there was something from this episode that really spoke to you, then I invite you to leave the Solopreneur Hustle podcast a review or rating on the Apple Podcast app. If you were listening to this on your iPhone, you have a little purple podcast app. And so it would be extremely helpful if you leave the podcast a review. Leaving reviews helps more solopreneurs discover the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. If you haven't yet, follow us on social media at Solopreneur Hustle. And again, the link to my new course, Elevate Your Wealth, is down below in the description for this episode. All right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Continue to move onward, upward, and forward. Until next time. Hey y'all, thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.